is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Inside the Electric Factory on a Friday, it is the Steelers Blitz rocking and rolling as always. Jacked up, charged up, juiced up, lit, 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 you know, whatever whatever adjective you want to use to describe the show on a Friday. A few prediction tweets rolling in already. Keep those coming. Reminder, we will get to them before we get out of here. Another thing, though, that we always do on a Friday, this is when it really starts to feel like uh, a pre-pre-pre-game show up in here. It's when Arthur Motes puts on his professor hat and he lays down everything you need to know about Sunday, particularly the five biggest matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Titans Sunday at Heinz Field. It's a little thing we call Five Star Friday. These are the matchups you need to be watching, and who better to learn from than the professor with a decade of NFL experience. It's time for a little Five Star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. Five-star Friday, matchup number one. Well, let's get right into it and skip the pleasantries. Why don't we? I got to talk about Cam Hayward versus... Roger Saffold the third. Now I know Roger is currently questionable, but if he is available, which I do anticipate him being there, well, hey, Cam Hayward, man, it's time for you to continue doing what it is that you do, and mm-hmm. that is being an absolute nightmare amongst that D line. Man, I went back and watched the tape. Steelers Vikings, and obviously the Vikings were having a ton of success running the ball, getting movement up front. But the one person that they weren't getting success moving, the one person that they weren't you know, winning the the, the line of scrimmage and getting mm-hmm. their grass was Cam mm-hmm. Hayward, man. Every single play that he was out there, Cam going to win that grass. Cam's going to be fundamentally sound. And I fully anticipate Cam to continue doing said things this week. And if Roger is available, like I anticipate him being there, this is a matchup that Cam should win a lot of. And why is that important? Because it's going to force the Titans offense to become more one-dimensional. And one-dimensional Titans offense is good for the Steelers on defense. So that is what we need. Come on, Big Cam. Big Cam, he's having himself a heck of a year. He has been asked to carry a heavy weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised his back hasn't broken for putting the defense. I mean, my back on is watching him as many times as he has. Uh, he has been outstanding, and they will certainly need that for the next few weeks and beginning this Sunday against the Titans. Is it Titans? Five Star Friday. Matchup number two. Well, you know, I'm even more hyped about this because, you know, you got one guy who had missed the game because of COVID, and you got another guy who's coming back from the COVID list. And I'm talking about two impact players at very, very important positions. Ben Roethlisberger versus Kevin Byard. Now, why is this matchup significant? Well, because you got Ben, who when he is hot, he's shown that he can be really hot. Now, granted, we know that it's a little up and down throughout the game, but when he protects the ball, and you couple that with his high performances at the end of games, he looks really good in moments like that. Kevin Byard on the flip side is a ball-hawking safety. He's currently sitting at five interceptions, and he gets his hand on a ton of footballs. Really great um, in terms of just his above-the-neck approach and just understanding how to attack the ball and ultimately put quarterbacks in bad situations. It's going to be a high-level chess match, but this is one where Ben has to win. Ben has to protect the ball and not allow Kevin to provide impact and splash for that Titans defense. That Titans defense, when you take away the splash, when you take away the turnovers, man, they're average at best right now. 
And this is one of the ones where Ben can control that element. Ben can have a say-so in Kevin Byard's impact. And if he can just protect that ball and not allow him to have an impact, man, we looking pretty. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, Kevin Byard, you know, Mike Tomlin talked uh, talked very say, glowingly about him the on guy Tuesday. That's the one that got away, right? Yep. And when, you know, when, when Mike Tomlin says those things, he means it. He's not blowing smoke. Um, yeah, I think Kevin Byard, one of the better, one of the more underrated safeties in the National Football League. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five Star Friday, matchup number three. Well, it's funny. You know, I was just talking about quarterbacks and safeties. Well, can I ever, ever remix? And let me get Ryan Tannehill versus Minka Fitzpatrick Ooh, to come down to the principal's office, please. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to say similar things, but it's going to be slightly inverted because Ryan Tannehill at times – can get very streaky. He can hit some throws. His deep over, man, when you talk about play action passes, deep over throws, man, I think he throws a really nice ball there. But at the same time, his turnovers have increased of late because of the lack of running game, which while we said earlier in the matchups, man, you got to stop the run, make this offense one-dimensional because Tannehill will turn the ball over. And, you know, when you talk about his nemesis in this game, Minka Fitzpatrick, who is he? What is he? A ball-hawking safety, a guy that has elite ball skills that understands how to disguise and take advantage and capitalize on quarterbacks' mistakes. This is one of those ones where we're going to need a splash play from Mika. We're going to need just that added element to just help the guys out. Yeah. And I believe that Mika will be able to capitalize on a Tannehill error because Tannehill is going to have some errors. He's going to do that. Mika, do what you do best. Find that rock. Yeah, I tell you what, he's he's been ball hawking these last couple of weeks, and if that could continue, you know, after a, a just a slow start in that department, you know, not a ton of turnovers in the early part of the season for Minka, but he's been kicking down that door more often, and if he could keep that going for the next month, that would be huge. Five Star Friday, matchup number four. Mama, there goes that man. Him is back. Him has returned. And I'm talking about that man, T.J. Watt. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. You saw what the practice report said. That boy is back, and he is ready to go. Mm. And I hate it had to be you, David Quisenberry, because I actually like you. You're kind of a cool player. But it just so happens that you happened to step in front of this buzzsaw a week after he had to miss a lot of time in the game. Anybody that's followed T.J. Watt knows that everything screams two-and-a-half-plus sacks coming up this weekend Mm. because that's what he does when he comes off of a game that he doesn't play in. So I'm fully prepared to see T.J. come out there with the cape on and let every single body in the state of Pennsylvania know that he is that guy. He's putting the league on notice. He has to continue to do that because, obviously, the national pundits like to continue to bring up other guys as valuable candidates for defensive player of the year. (laughs) And he has to continue to prove his value and worth. So David Quisenberry, don't blame TJ for what happens. Don't even blame the national media. You can blame Michael Parsons because he was the one they hyped up this week. So you know what? Now you got to get it for that. All right. So blame him. Blame Micah. TJ should just start hanging every week. Yeah. The person who's being talked about in the mm-hmm. national media. Like, oh, it was Miles Garrett this week? Okay, blame Miles for this whooping. Cross him off. Oh, 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 it was, it was like Mike he's Rocky. Mike, you know, he Parsons? hangs the pictures yeah. of Drago around his mirror and Seriously, it crumples man. him up. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need right there. <sighs> Five star Friday. Matchup number. 
mind. That's how you say it with your chest, Big Daddy. That's how you say it with your chest. And I'm excited about this because, uh, you know, in this last matchup, I do anticipate this uh, one guy not just saying something with his chest, but getting it off of his chest and, you know, hurting another player's chest right here by the name of Najee Harris versus Wait, Zach on, Mr. Cunningham. Oh, no, sorry. no, I wish. But this is Najee Harris, who I do anticipate getting off of his chest that he wants to be a great running back. And he's going to make sure that Zach Cunningham cannot just hear him, but feel him in his chest. Uh, not just okay. hear Jimmy, yeah. but feel Jimmy. He going to feel Jimmy. Not That's, just hear Najee. You see what I'm saying? But feel he, Najee. He going to feel Najee. That's all I'm saying, okay? Because, hey, man. I know Zach just got there, and I know last week Vrabel didn't even want to talk about Zach, and I understand why. He wasn't available to him. Why waste time? But it's crazy how in the span of seven days you go from not talking mm-hmm. about a guy to him being about to start for you this week. Hello. Hello. And you throw that in there with a guy like David Long potentially being questionable, yeah. obviously didn't practice on Wednesday. Yeah. Man, 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 that matchup gets highlighted even more. And when you're telling me I'm going to get Najee Harris versus Zach Cunningham, and this is Zach's first week in this defense, and he has to start. Oh, my goodness. How could you not be excited about it? How could you not be chomping at the bit, Wes? This is the matchup of all matchups. This is the one where I'm saying to myself, hello, Najee. Continue to put the league on notice. Hello, Najee. This is a matchup where, okay, athletically he's rangy enough to move with you, but I don't think he got the dog inside him to bite with you. That's all I'm saying. Come on, Najee. Make it look like what it's supposed to look like, baby. So that is the fifth and final matchup. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. The size of the fight in the dog. Well, see, I like that, but I don't like that. But I like this because it's two big dogs. I just think our dog's a lot bigger than the other dog. Hey, that's fine with me. Yeah. Intimidation. Absolutely. You ever seen uh, Little Giants? Bro, don't ask me nothing silly like that. Have you ever seen Little Giants? My mom uses have, these have for indigestion. What are we going to use them for? Intimidation. <sighs> now, nah, I still miss was that uh, Bruce Smith popping the football yep. <laughs> outside of the Madden bus. I'm like, bro, you ever try to do that? I still, like, I, I don't Bruce know. Smith if, is a wild I don't boy. know if they were using CG back then, but no, oh, I believe it with Bruce Smith. Bro. His hands are as big, big as my, like, so his, 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 his nuts, fingers man. are the size of my face. Yeah, that each was one, nuts. Bro. Individually. That was nuts, man. Yeah, it's no wonder that dude had, like, 500 million sacks in his No, 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 no. That wasn't because of that. was because he's from 757. Well, that and yeah. because he also had, you know, Daryl Talley. Yeah, that, that as too. His, as his running. That, that as too. His, every, that every too. Batman needs a great you gotta Robin. Have, or, or great Spider-Man. He was, he was a great Spider-Man. Yeah. There were, there's no yeah. long way from home when you got Daryl Talley exactly. running with you. Come on now. That's what you did. <laughs> Arthur Motes, one more time. The Five Star Friday matchups run us through the gamut for those who might have joined us late or just want to double-check their notes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I had to start with Cam Hayward versus Roger Saffold. Hate it had to be you, Roger, but Cam is on a mission. He's going to make that offense one-dimensional like he always does. Next up, we have Big Ben versus Kevin Byard. The battle of the quarterback versus the safety. Ah, yes. Quarterback of the offense versus the quarterback of the defense. Can't get any better than that. But then I had to spin the block for volume three, and we went with Ryan Tannehill versus Everett, Everett Minka Fitzpatrick, baby. Ooh. Similar things, just invert the calls. But either way, I'm excited about it. And then after that, we had to go to number four, where, like I said, sometimes you just see the victim, and you're like, it's not really your fault, but it's your fault. T.J. Watt versus David Quisenberry. Like I said, David, it's not your fault. It just has to happen, though. Blame Michael Parsons this week, all right? And then the last but certainly not least, Najee Harris versus Zach Cunningham. 
Oh, yes, baby. Oh, yes. Have a little fun with it, Najee. Do what you do best. And that's be a physical, imposing bully on the football field. Boom. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I agree. Motsi, I wanted to get your opinion on this. And uh, discussing Najee there totally just reminded me of something that I meant to talk with you about on Wednesday. And I just remembered right now. Motes, I know you know this as well as anybody. This is uh, the fourth year you and I have been rocking the microphone. Man, that's been a long time. It has been a long time. Oh, wait, hold on one yeah, second before, I, before, we, before we move on. Hold on. Uh, Troy and, and Deshay wanted to get in here. I, I thought they did. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. So Monday, right, I mm-hmm. uh, did the solo show in the locker room on, on Monday. Yes, yes. When you big time, yeah, I remember. I did a little, I did a little research, okay? Uh-huh. Because at every, four years doing this, you know as well. I got all the notes. I got all the research. I got I all remember, the facts, the you opinions, told me, you the told statistics. Me you, you research and do all this stuff when I'm not there so you could just, you know, really dunk on me. I got it. You'd be like, yeah, I told you I was a hard worker. He's not. In mm-hmm. in the vein, and this, mm-hmm. you know, this is where I love having you because I can do the, the you know, the nerd you know, sports broadcasting, journalism, school kid thing, and crunch the numbers. Right, right. And then I run it by you, you know, the guy with the decade of NFL experience, and you could tell me yes, no, maybe so. Mm-hmm. Here's what I got on Monday. Here's where my, as I push my glasses up my nose, Uh-oh, here here's he where my research got me on Monday. A lot of questions, a lot of talk about how does the offense start faster? Correct. Is it no huddle right away? Is it right. is it hurry up right away? Is it let Ben be Ben right away? A lot of talk about how to start the offense faster. To me, I think they have to get Najee more involved early. And I, I can particularly say that on the back of Thursday because, again, if you look at it, first, this is from Thursday night, okay? First drive for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. 11 plays. Two touches for Najee. Yeah. One for Benny Snell. The rest were all passes. Second drive, one carry for Naj. Third drive, one carry for Naj. None of his touches came on first down. Not a single first down carry. No effort really to establish the run against the 31st ranked rush defense in the NFL in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And then after that point, you're down 16 points and it's already too late. Like, to me, I'm not saying it's the solution, but that's where I would start. If you want to get the offense moving, I think you got to get Najee moving too. Four drives... He had th- uh, sorry, three drives. He had four touches. None were on first down against the 31st-ranked rush defense in the NFL. Like, to me, that's at least a start. I- am I correct? No, I do think you're correct. Um, we do sometimes warm up to get him involved. And then the second well, half, you'll see his we're usage bringing, we're goes. We're bringing Benny Snell in on the first yeah. series of the game. Why? Yeah, I, I do not agree with some of the usage with him. But I do think that, yeah, getting him more involved early in the game, not only does it help get the offense rolling, but it also sets the tone. You know, you talk about wanting to be exactly. a physical group. You talk about wanting to dictate how defenses are playing you. Well, Najee dictates. Najee makes you have to bring an extra defender into the box. Najee makes you have to play with a certain level of physicality, whereas when you operate the other way, almost like how they talked about, I think it was, it might have been uh, – Coach T, when he was talking about how the first 15, they're kind of using it to fill out a defense to see what sure, they can sure. and can't do instead of dictating and attacking. Like trying to be a boxer in the right, first couple rounds right. instead of attacking and yeah. trying to go over some kill shots. Early. It's like I, I do think the Najee approach or implementing him more early in the games will give you more of a we are attacking, we are advancing forward versus just 
you know, spotting and seeing, oh, what can he do and sparring that type of mentality. But I do also think that um, when I say tempo, not saying hurry up off. Right, right. Because there is a distinct, a difference. distinct difference. Hurry up no, off. You're not talking yeah. Chip Kelly run a play every right. 17 seconds. But what I am saying is this when I speak of hurry up or when I speak of tempo, if I see you're out here in, in sub package ball, because you feel like, hey, well, they're going to go sub ball, or they're going to go with Najee, but we think they're going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And we think you, Ben's going to try and right. spread them out here. But if you like the matchup, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Tempo keeps them on the field, does not allow them to sub out of it. Exactly. And now you're able to go and pick through which matchups you like better. If you feel like, well, hey, they're in nickel, we could run this ball, keep them in it. If you feel like they go base and you like some of these passing matchups, keep them in it. Tempo, all you're doing is hurry up and get to the line. That's it. We're still going to take all 20 seconds to right. go through the call, make now our checks. There's a distinct difference between no makes huddle you have and, to stay and on playing the field. with tempo. Yeah. That, as simple as it is, the I Chiefs do. play with tempo all the time. All the time. <laughs> Absolutely. The Patriots, they, man, when Brady was there, they were the kings of, oh, you're going to play base? Okay, we're going to keep you in base we're for 10 plays in, in a row. We're going to keep you in base for 10 plays. Yeah, and you're like, you bro, like, are you it serious it right now? Way. Yeah. And that's, if you get Najee humming early, uh-huh. then all of a sudden yep. you get them stuck in base and you can yep. spread things out with Deontay and with Fryermuth and with Chase Claypool. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? That's a great That's a great kind of addition to that. Yeah, I, I love that from you. It. I think you got to get Naj involved more early, and you got to play with a little tempo when when the time is right. Mm-hmm. You, you catch them in a defense that you think you can attack, exploit that. You're moving, you're humming, you've got momentum building, you're picking up first downs. Keep that rolling. I think that's well said. I feel vindicated in my research. Take that, Poindexter. <laughs> Motsi, one thing uh, that we did not discuss either in the first segment that we normally do on Thursdays and Fridays, and this is on me, you know, I am kind of sitting in the captain's chair today. Mm-hmm. Injury report. You know, we talked about on Wednesday, we were kind of eh, a little discouraged by some stuff, particularly with Joe Hayden, right? But how he, another day to look at this. Thursday's Steelers practice report. You want the good news or the bad news? Give me the good news. The good news is Joe Hayden practiced. Give me the good news. The good news is Spillane. Davis, Watt, and Highsmith all fully practiced. Even better. Give me some more good news. That's all I got. All right. So we're going to commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) The bad news is Bugs went to DNP Mm. after practicing on on Wednesday. That's not a good sign. He was a full participant on Wednesday, wasn't he? Same with Kevin Rader. That's not a good sign. And Zach Banner also did not practice because of his knee. I don't like that part. I don't like that part either. I... Man, it stinks, but I just I don't I feel like we're never gonna get to witness the full Zach Banner experience. Unfortunately, it is starting to lean more that way. Hopefully it doesn't stay that way, but right. it's definitely what it seemed like. <sighs> it was the great Chuck Knoll that once said you can't make the club in the tub. Even though partly I do feel like you can. Well, it depends on who you are. Because that's a part of rehabilitation. I just think this ability is availability. But I digress. Because I was in that tub. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that tub. Gotta do that. (laughs) Can't get the tub, baby. Come on, come on. Hey, Coach Noel, man. Come on now. That that hot tub, that cold tub, baby. Give me right now. Don't do me like that, Coach. Can I please get in the tub? Those things came. They they don't have to be mutually exclusive. You know? You're wild. I can't get in the tub. Ian McTeen. You're wild. You know that. All right, maybe not. Just think about it. 
Irie tweets us. <laughs> Irie man tweets us and says, my sister and dad are on a flight to Pennsylvania right now going to the game on Sunday. Let's go. I tried convincing them to go to the Monday night game against the Browns with me as well, but they're true Californians and they don't want to be there when it's going to be that cold. <laughs> mm. The Mojo Nation will be on point, though. We are undefeated when making the journey to Pennsylvania. Well, let's get it. Well, you need to get season tickets then, Irie. Uh, I think so. I think the Steelers need to charter you and the family a jet. I mean, Stack them and rack them. You know, that was like uh, the three years that I lived out in Philly, Motes. Mm-hmm. I went to a lot of Penguins games against the Flyers mm-hmm. and up in New York, too, like Devils, Islanders, yeah. Rangers, because those were a 90-minute train ride away. Dude, I had a heck of a t- – I mean, my record in those three years going to Penguins road games, I think it was like 9-2. and two. Like, it was on. It was unreal. Let's go. And I was like, tweet, let's go. I was like tweeting the Penguins, like, yo, can I get a stipend? Like, like I'll travel. Yeah. I'll travel. I just if need a, I happen to be the good luck charm, you know, you need to pay. Uh, I'll me. travel. I just need a stipend over here. Um, once again, I will solicit your tweets here for the predictions. A lot of those rolling in. And remember, I'm I'm bookmarking them so you don't have to double up. Uh, but we will also take your uh, your you know your other questions, comments, concerns, and reactions about the Steelers, about the Titans, about football, or just about life in general. At Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. Motsi, very important question for you that I feel like really splits the crowd too here uh, before we go to break. Vikings uniforms, Vikings jerseys, yay or nay? I feel like they're like. Which ones? Let's say the, the home ones. Okay. I feel like they're like the Steelers Blitz. Everybody loves us or mm-hmm. they hate us. Yeah. What do you think about the Titans uniforms? I like them. I ain't go. I like the. I, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Home. You uniforms. said the Titans. The Titans. I can't think you said the Vikings. Oh no, we were yeah, past like them. The I like the Vikings. I like, like purple. That's what you mean. I was like the Vikings. I can't go cool. Listen, you gonna. I'm yeah, a, I like the Titans. LSU's yeah. kind of my mistress school. Yeah. Always loved that purple growing up. Yeah, for me, man, I like the Titans because like they still have that OG feel back when I was watching Steve McNair play. Like when, that was when they had first did the whole uniform switch, and that was like Ooh. my era of growing up. Yeah, so for me, man, Don't it's like... Don't let the Buffalo people talk about the Music City Miracle, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that part. I've heard about that far too many times as I was up there. And I was like, yeah, I probably should be a little bit more upset, but I can't be because I was a Air McNair guy. Eddie George. Yeah, yeah. Good times, though. Nation920 tweets us and says, Gardner miss you, better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I said what I said. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Gardner Machine making himself some money these last couple weeks. I hope so. Everybody deserves a little money, man. Oh, no. Taylor Heineke just got put on the COVID list. Oh, dang. Not Mr. Heineken. Well, that's not good because I actually just picked up uh, Washington in a little, little one-on-one parlay. Well, that's a one-on-one parlay. A little one-on-one, a little, uh, little money fun. A little one-on-one parlay, okay. he says. <laughs> Messing the boy up. Oh, you guys crack me up. Oh, Motsi. I got a good list here for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Should we Should we do word association now before the last segment? We got time. How much time do we have? Oh, we got we got a few minutes here. Well, let's roll. We got a couple minutes. Let's here. have a little fun. Let's do word association now because there's I got I guess you know, listen, a little background for you, okay? I'm familiar with Nashville. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, my aunt and uncle, my two cousins, they moved to Franklin, which okay. is a suburb of Nashville. So that's what I say. I don't even know where that is, man. It is like Bridgeville to Pittsburgh. Okay. 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 It's like Wexford to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, okay. It's it's twenty well, minutes not, outside not, of the city. Oh, okay. So you know those two like very polar opposite places. Like Bridgeville is kind of like 
you know, where all the cool people live. No, no, it's more, it's more hipster. It's more like normal cool and like chill and not, you know, over the top expensive and, and like real bougie. That that other place you named Wexford, yeah, it's, it's a little, a little, uh, little you more mean upscale. My, my cranberry types, huh? Is that yeah, what you're telling yeah. me? You know, you uppity uppers. You know, it's crazy. All these billionaires. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Michael Strahan and all these uh-huh. billionaires are trying to, trying to get to Mars. I'm telling you, man. Uh, it's real easy. You just got to drive up 79 for, and, about, and, and, for about half hour. And that's your stomping ground because you're rich, rich. You know it, baby. Mm-hmm. Me? Chris Adamski? <laughs> Pirates pitcher Dave Bednar? There it is. And, of course, the lovely Burt Lawton family. Boom. Oh, Mars Martians. <gasps> No, it's actually the Mars planets, but you know. I'm gonna say planets here. We embrace the Martian. Oh. You know what? Because when I was in, when we were in high school, when we were juniors, I think was uh-huh. when uh, Man on the Moon came out, ah. and Kid Cudi had embraced the Martian. Yeah. So we just kind of ran with the Martian thing. Okay. But okay. It's, the, it's 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 the fighting planets. Okay. I'm pretty familiar with Nashville. Okay. <laughs> I've had family there since the '90s. When I was growing up, when I was in school, you know, both both grade school and college, my mom and I would go to visit her sister in Nashville every spring break. I, like, not a joke. I have been to Nashville oh, at least 15 times in my life. Hmm. Very familiar. So, putting this word association together, you know, I, I, I had some experience. I had some ammunition. Number one for you, Arthur Mills. And remember, this is just first thing that comes to mind, your, your, your first thoughts. Little Tennessee, little Nashville word association. Hot chicken. Tasty. No pickles. Oh, man, do I agree. Country we always music. put them pickles up there. I don't like the pickles. I don't like pickles I don't either. Like the pickles. Uh, you know what? What is that? When did we decide? Yeah. Quick, 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 shiny silver object. Uh, when just, did we decide that pickles go on spicy chicken sandwiches, right. hot chicken like, sandwiches, fried about? chicken sandwiches? Like, I'm not a fan of that. Whoever no. started that, like, bad. Stop it. Shame on you. Stop it. <laughs> like, I'll take lettuce before I'll take pickles. Yeah, I'm like, yo, keep the pickles. Like, I'm cool I'll on that, I'll take onions man. before I'll take like, pickles. Yuck. And I don't mind pickles. I just don't want them on my chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's you know what it was it was Chick Fil A. Ah. You got to blame Atlanta on that for that oh, one. Man. Blame that Georgia pickle culture. Mm-mm-mm. Country music. Kenny is the man. <laughs> what is he coming back to Heinz Field ever? I, I don't know. Tell you what, been, we haven't had our yins or Civil War about the hey, trash on the North Shore today after the Kenny Chesney concert like in I a said, couple man, years. I wasn't a country guy. I met him. Pulled up to the concert. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, because he can't came to the facility. He, he always comes down to work out when he's in town. So, yeah. Ran into him. I was like, you know what? All right. I kind of like this Kenny guy. Atmosphere was absolute bonkers. So, yeah. All right. Last one, and then we'll do more after the break. All right. I was about to say, man, no short with just three of them now. I need oh, more no. than that. This is too fun. Oprah Winfrey. The GOAT. Oh, yeah. Bet y'all ain't know she's from Nashville, huh? I did not. But you gonna care. You gonna cheer. You gonna cheer. You gonna cheer. Yeah. You get a hot chicken sandwich. Let's go. You get some country music. You want some pickles. You get some pickles. <laughs> yeah. I did not know she was from Yeah, Nashville. no, everyone associates her with Chicago. Right, that's, that's what where I she thought. got her big break, and that's yeah. where her show was. She's from Nashville. All right. That's why you, hey, that's why you get paid the big bucks. I've no got no one researched the way you research. I got a bunch more of these for you, Arthur Motes. We'll do those on the other side. Uh-huh. We'll get to your tweets. Give us your predictions. Sing the Here We Go song. Here we go. Everything on the table when we return. You know where to get at us on the Twitter.com if you want to get involved. It's at Wesley Euler at the Body 52 The Body. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs>